Oh, oh, hiya, pal. Welcome to the Sack Lunch Podcast with Matt and Matt. If you don't like that, you don't like King's basketball. Hello and welcome to the Sack Lunch Podcast with Matt and Matt. Matt? Yeah. Matt, today is July 19th. I just checked earlier. Our last episode was on May 19th, so believe it or not, it's actually been two months Wow! since we've done an episode. And before that, the last one was March 16th, which was almost exactly two months before that. So we're just kind of averaging an episode every two months right now. Hopefully we're able to pick that up at some point. But man, things have just been, been kind of crazy and unpredictable lately. Time flies when you're quarantining. <laughs> it, it doesn't though. That's the thing. <laughs> the time does not fly. Although the days kind of all run together. Have you noticed that? Yeah. Are you used to it by now? I, I'm getting used to it. Yeah. I think I've adapted, but it's it still feels weird that, you know, the days just like, I, I find myself constantly just not knowing what day it is, <laughs> you know. Um, what have you been up to the last couple of months, Matt? Let's 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 do high and low. What's your high and your low from the last couple of months since our last episode? I've been Maddie Projects. Maddie uh, Projects. Getting yeah. stuff done, knocking them out. Yeah, which normally is not my MO at all. Uh, I, I would call my dad for that. Um, Pete. But I've had so much time on my hands and just looking around the house going, eh, I could you know, do that. Um, I've it, it all started when I... I had a, uh, a a toilet that wouldn't stop dripping water and it wouldn't stop like making this hissing sound. And that was just so annoying that I wanted to fix it. And I YouTubed it and I was like, I think I could do that. And I still struggled with it, but I got it done. I didn't have to call my dad, didn't have to call my wife in, which she helps me a lot sometimes. Um, a lot sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> but this one I did all on my own. So, and so that built the confidence my and then confidence. you started knocking out. And then I was like, if I could do that, you know, what's next? And, um, well, you knocked out a big one recently, right? Or yeah, you're, or you're so, about to. So we're kind of doing, um, our, our kitchen in pieces. Um, we bought a new microwave and it's like one of those over the hood ones. And so we took ours down and put this one up and it was heavy. And, um, I mean, that's not that hard, but it was still something, you know, I was drilling holes into walls and that's always a little risky. Um, and then just, Recently, the last like week, we've been doing our uh, our cabinets. Um, took them all down, sanded them, filled the grain with uh, this like wood filler, um, and then painted them white. Look, going for a little more modern look, trying to get out of the nineties. I like um, it. Yeah, and so that I and mean, not that, just because my kitchen cabinets are white as well. But mm, yeah, he you know, he got, got me there. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to be like you, Matt. <laughs> so that's my high. What's your what's your high? I would say along similar lines, we, we've gotten a lot of stuff done. I think a lot of people are in that boat that you just mentioned where they're just looking for stuff to do. I mean, I don't know if you noticed Home Depot and Lowe's were just slammed early on um, and weekends are still pretty crazy, but it's... They're still slammed. I've been there like every day the last week because of my project. The worst thing is that at Lowe's right now, the Elk Grove Lowe's, the self-checkout is down. And so, they, and then they just have like two lines running. So and you're it's, in it's the like Black, Black Friday. Friday yeah. yeah. It's going to the back of the store and it's like, you better have a good reason to be at Lowe's because if you're just going for a can of paint, you know, that's just one thing. That's just, you know, it's a long ways. Long yeah. So I think away. a lot of people, 
are in that boat where they're seeing that stuff needs to be done and just kind of learning how to do it on YouTube or just kind of mm-hmm. working through it because it's like, well, you've got nothing but but time right now, right? Yeah. So uh, we had a, a waterfall put in our backyard, which is really cool. And then oh. um, we did a lot of planting and stuff. And so we've we put a lot of flowers and trees and stuff in. And that took a lot of work with like doing dirt and boulders and and then i actually did the drip line system myself which was cool and oh and then my father-in-law helped me build a a pretty long fence in my backyard too so i've done a couple projects too also just being present with my kids you know i had to drop back into work recently to grab some equipment and i saw the pictures in my in my desk and it just shocked me how much my kids have grown up just in the last few months and so just being able to be present with them and kind of be a part of uh, this stage of their life when I wouldn't normally be as present um, has been kind of a cool. So that's been a high for me. But yeah. uh, what's what's your low? I, I want a good story. G- give me a low. Well, my low, I, I do enjoy the time with my kids, but sometimes, you know, the, the wife and I need a break from the kids and I haven't been getting that. What? No. Recently. Um, Roman, my six-year-old, is <laughs> a, a bit attached uh, at the hip to me. I'm still trying to get him uh, to to go to bed without me needing to be there. Um, And so uh, every night, you know, I'll lay in his little like race car bed and I'm six foot five, Matt, you know, that's just, it's getting difficult and he's getting bigger too. So it's like, I'm just like holding on, you know, by a thread to the edge of his bed and I will lay there until he falls asleep. And then I will do a ninja move off of his bed, trying not to make it, you know, sound and, you know, because he'll notice he'll just there's times where he'll be asleep i know he's asleep because he's like breathing like oh you know and then all of a sudden dad you know he'll just like pull out his hand and grab me back like oh so i have to be really careful so i do that three hours later no matter what he will get up and interrupt whatever goldine and i are doing you know watching tv or whatever and um uh yeah bad dreams and I don't know if he's having bad dreams or if it's like every how, night. Who has bad dreams? Like I don't every even know night. if I dream Come every night. Come and on, he, Roman. And he, he claims that it's because he watched Mr. Peabody, some movie or something, and it had a mummy in it, and he just can't get it out of his head. All right, but that's not even Matt. Matt tells me about this stuff, and the best part is that he ends up sleeping in Roman's bed somehow, and then Roman ends up in like the was it a, a king or a queen? Yeah, it's a queen. A queen but I mean, with like to, the to mattress him, that's topper. Like a California queen. Oh or yeah. California king. Yeah. yeah. So Roman's living a life of luxury, and you're jammed <laughs> in a little race car. Bed. My theory is that he just likes my bed more. And well, obviously, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would too. But come on, he's a kid, and. I mean, so I try not to be a chump about it. And so like, you know, for the first couple of times, I'll be like, no, you got to go back to your bed. And so I'll put him in his bed and then I'll leave and say, I'll be like, stay in there and you know, whatever. And then five minutes later, he comes out and it's just over and over and over again. And it's like, if we do this all night, I'll never sleep. So I just end up caving. I'm like, fine. So you have to be a chump about it. Yeah. So I'll either sleep on his bed. We'll play, our family will play musical beds because my daughter Vivian's not too much better. I mean, she'll wake up in the wee hours too. And last night, my kids, and we woke up, when we woke up, my kids were in our bed and we were in the kids' beds, me and Goldine. <laughs> Look at that. I don't know how that happens. Like, I don't know if I just got lucky, but my kids never get out of bed. I mean, one of them's in a crib. Yeah. But Addie never gets out of bed. I don't know, unless it's to quickly use the, the, 
bathroom and then back you, in bed. Ah. You could have got lucky. Uh, I have. I mean, you did sleep. We did training start training and, pretty early. Yeah, yeah. But we were. We talk were, about the hippo clock, man. I was a sucker when they were young. I just, if I heard him crying, I was just like. You know, come here and it's not the, oh no it, we'd let him scream for a good yeah, 20 30 no, minutes before going it. yeah we had we had to but now to be it's, the hero yeah. it's paying dividends though yeah i'm uh, i'm jealous although emily gets mad if i go in there though if, if if mav's crying like she's like don't go in there unless he's you know upset for a while wow so i don't know so i'm not the hero if i go in there i'm actually the zero so I actually have no, no i meant the to hero not. to my kids like oh, i just felt like oh i'm rescuing them and it's just yeah i don't know so my low I, I had to take the kids to get shots. Now, Emily did go with oh. me, but they both had to get shots on the same day at the same time. And it was rough. It was brutal. Now, do they know Yeah, well, shots? Addie did. Mav had no clue, but he had a rough time. And so, you know, they're just, Addie's like, we tell her to look away. And at the last second, she just stares at it. And when she sees blood, she just freaks out. And then... Mav just freaks out the whole time. He's screaming. And his ended up a week later getting a, like a bump on his leg. <laughs> and he got a little fever from it. He got a reaction. And so we, we bought them Happy Meals on the way home. And it ended yeah. up being okay. But, man, that was a, that was a rough day. Yeah. Having both kids get shots at the same time. We and did. then, you know, Mav was screaming his head off. And I'm carrying him out. And everybody in the waiting room is just looking at me. And I know they could hear him. Yeah. From in there. And so it's just, you know, but, but what are you going to do? It's like one, one-year-olds don't like shots and neither do four-year-olds. I don't, I don't, even, like, I don't even like shots. No, so. yeah. I mean, we had family flu shots last year. And I remember like pinning Roman down. I almost felt guilty of like, like and then the nurse, I was like, do it now. Right in the leg. And yeah. Do what you got to do, right? Yeah. Going back again this year. Oh, man. That'll be a fun day. Yeah. Well. What do you, we should probably talk about the Kings at some point, Matt. What do you think? Let's uh, season is so coming the back. Bas- basketball, the NBA is coming back, Matt. Um, so right now, where the Kings are, where we left off, mm-hmm. is the Kings were about to play Zion and the Pelicans. Yes, the, the New Orleans Zion's slash Pelicans on ESPN, our only nationally televised game of the year, <laughs> and now. Uh, they're doing this bubble deal in Orlando, and where the Kings are at is they are three and a half games back of the eight seed. The mm-hmm. Grizzlies currently are in possession of the eight seed. Yes. So the Kings are three and a half games back, but it's not as simple as just finishing the eight seed. So Matt, it, it is in the most layman terms, like simplified, condensed, Cliff Notes version possible, explain how the Kings could potentially get the eight seed and what that would look like. Yeah, this is very complicated. Uh, so basically, if you are going to get in as the eight seed, you have to be over three games ahead of the ninth seed. If you just get in as the eight seed, normal style. Right. But if because of the shortened season because there's only eight games being played instead of the full length. Mm-hmm. They're doing this thing to where if there's a team in the ninth seed that's within three games, there's going to be a potential two-game play-in with the eighth seed to determine who that eighth seed is. Got it. So hypothetically, if the Kings are, say, a game back of the Grizzlies, the Grizzlies are eighth seed, Kings are ninth seed, and we're a game back, we would get to do a two-game play-in 
against the Grizzlies. But we have to win both. We have to win both games. If the Grizzlies win one, it's over. Yes. Yeah, and I should have mentioned, this is not resuming the regular schedule. The Kings will play eight games, as will every other team. And so what you're saying is, uh, if there is a three-game or more differential between the eight and nine seed, that's it. Mm-hmm. Eight seed is the eight seed. Yeah. But if it's a less than three-game differential between the eight and nine seed, a playoff will ensue between the eight and nine seed in which the nine seed would have to win consecutive games against mm-hmm. the eight seed yes. to take it from them. Yeah. Okay. So it actually gives the nine seed a slight chance to take the eight seed. Yeah. And so, I mean, most likely the Grizzlies will probably be that eight seed unless they just really, you know, go like oh these games or something like yeah. that. Um, and so somebody's going to probably have to beat the Grizzlies twice. And we've played them very well. Uh, we match up against them well. So if, if we're that, you know, ninth seed going against them, then then that would be, I, I think we'd have a good shot. The tough part is, is that the Pelicans and the Blazers are tied with us right now. And so they could, you know, very easily pass us up. You know, if we have a bad game or two. Um, so Yeah, nothing's we'll a given right now. Let's take a look at the Kings' eight games. So I'm going to read off the opponents, and then let's talk about any that stand out to us. Okay. They start out uh, on July 31st playing against the Spurs, and then it's at the Magic. I say that only because that's the only real <laughs> game that is at the Magic because they're in Orlando. Um, 8-4 against the Mavs, 8-6 against the Pelicans, August 7th against the Nets, mm-hmm. August 9th against the Rockets. August 11th, we finally get to play the New Orleans Zion slash Pelicans. And then on August 13th, we finish up against LeBron, AD, and the Lakers. So uh, obviously the Lakers game stands out. But other than that, uh, what jumps out at you there? Well, I I think what jumps out to me, and I don't want to... I don't want to jinx anything, but the schedule seems kind of light and easy compared to a lot of the other ones. Um, Remember, we're only playing teams that are in the bubble, so they're all quality teams um, because teams like the Warriors and the Timberwolves and the Hawks and and Knicks and stuff, they didn't even get invited to the bubble because there's no way they can make the playoffs. Right. The the Warriors and the Timberwolves were mathematically eliminated, and so, yeah, they were not invited to play. I, I mean, in our eight games, I don't see the Clippers. I don't see the Bucks. I don't see the Raptors, right. the Sixers. You know, the teams that we um, struggle mighty, mightily with, they're not on there. Now, I see. Now, I did mention on 8 11, we finally mm-hmm. get to play the Pelicans. I skimmed over the fact that we're playing them first on August 6th. So we actually have two games against the Pelicans. Those are going to be big games. Those are humongous. And we need those. I think we need to win them both um, for tiebreaker purposes. And then obviously because we're tied. Um, with them in the standings right now. Um, yeah. Ugh. Yeah, either way, those are big games. Rockets always seem to be a big game for us. Um, yeah, we're not very good against them. The Nets, we struggle against the Nets, but they're missing like half their roster. Yeah. Um, Kyrie Irving's still hurt. He's not in the bubble. Um, it's KD. He, he's not going to rejoin. Okay. Um, he's he's waiting till next year, till he's... His Achilles is better. Spencer Dinwiddie, who is like their number one player, is not there. Um, mm-hmm. He opted out. DeAndre Jordan opted out. Wilson Chandler. I mean, he's kind so of, this is not the Nets that we're used to seeing. No. So we could have a shot against these Nets. Yeah, we should be able to beat them. Um, Hopefully, the Spurs are without Marcus Aldridge. Um, okay, he's having like soldier and Bagley's put on some muscle. Have he you has. Seen him? Yeah, he's, he's, he's looking big. I mean, looking fit. I, I mean, you could look good, but can you play good? I mean, hello. Hopefully, uh, hopefully, yeah. 
Hopefully he's been working on that jump shot. The um, magic don't scare me too much, but no, um, Vucevic yeah. is, is pretty Any, good. But, yeah. you know, um, the Mavs, you know, there's always Luka. But although, as as our guy Lincoln Nick would say, the Kings do tend to play pretty well against Luka. So, yeah. You know. And you know, the Mavs don't have Willie Cauley-Stein. He's not in the bubble. He opted out because he's having a kid. So Okay. I don't know. Well, if that, that they're actually probably going to be better without that, him. Yeah, I might, yeah, yeah, man. Dang it. He's an anchor for He holds the team back. So. <laughs> And then, I mean, the Laker game, I mean, so that's, here's what sucks, is that we were in line to actually play the Pacers instead of the Lakers, but because it was only eight games, here's my they kind of shuffled it. The Lakers have the one seed pretty much on lock. Mm-hmm. Like, and this is eight games from now. If the Lakers go like six and one, seven, seven and oh or something up to their eight, or even like five and two, up to the game with the Kings, do you think that would maybe they would rest LeBron and or Anthony Davis before the playoffs though? Well, if I was the Lakers, I definitely would. Yeah, I mean, just to help the Kings out. Yeah. Well, also let's see. Uh, I mean, from the Lakers' perspective, yeah, you want to rest them because you don't want them to get injured. But also, if the Kings are in the hunt and they need to win that game, wouldn't as a Laker, wouldn't you rather play the Kings over like the Pelicans? Yeah. Probably. Yeah, I probably. mean, people think we're trash. I mean, we're not, you know, but... Yeah, yeah, I don't think we have a reputation of being a strong contender right now. <laughs> but, yeah, I would think that there'd be at least um, a chance that LeBron or, or Davis yeah. um, sit out, or, or at least maybe don't play a full workload yeah. against the Kings, so... Everything's going to be shifting around, too. I mean, just who knows who's going to test positive you know, in the, in the future and won't be able to play for a few games or, you know, a few weeks. Hopefully none of our guys feel like half of our rosters already tested positive. So we got that out of the way. Unfortunately, Fox twisted his ankle too. Oh yeah. We'll get to that, but that, that's a bummer. Although they're saying he might play though. They're saying, I mean, minor, minor. It's a chance. Granted is the same ankle as before, but anyway, Uh, uh, let's talk about some of the crazy rules. I was glancing at this earlier. Yeah. Um, so some of the rules within this, this tournament that's going to take place, it says all players and team staff must wear a face mask at all times on campus. Okay. That seems pretty par for the course. And it says sort of, um, so like if, if you're not, if you're six feet or more away, it's okay. And then if you're doing things like walking, Swimming, relaxing outside, watching a movie. Wait, so you're telling me if they're swimming, they don't have to wear a face mask? Like they, <laughs> that, that one seems kind of ridiculous. But um, So one of the crazier rules, so the players will not be allowed to shower at any of the ESPN arenas or facilities. So no post-game showers until they're back to their hotels. Grimy. Yeah. Ugh, that just, I don't know. <laughs> that one feels kind of... Kind of weird. So um, no one will be stopped from leaving campus, but the players and staff uh, are urged not to do so unless there are extenuating circumstances, basically. So if a player does leave campus without permission and tries to reenter, they're going to be quarantined for at least 10 days. So you can't just leave and come back without, without permission. And that happened to our guy. Who did that happen to, Matt? Rashawn Holmes. Come on, Holmes. You mean the guy who's been like our best player this year before yeah. he was hurt? Supposed to be, you know, this team stud, uh, captain, leader. Not the captain, but yeah. I mean, At least a leader. Yeah. yeah of sorts. He Quiet ste- leader. He, he stepped out to get some food. And I want to know what he, I mean, that better have been really good food. 
on Twitter, his mom, she's pretty funny. Her name's like, she goes like Dr. Holmes. She said, um, you only step outside the bubble for your mama's cooking. And I was <laughs> not in Orlando. Oh, man. But she, yeah, she called so, him out. Yeah. So now, I mean, what sucks is he's not practicing with the guys. He's not conditioning like that. You know, he's just in his room. So hopefully that doesn't hurt us. So also, no sharing towels, clothing or deodorant. I wouldn't do that anyways. Oh, clothing or deodorant. <laughs> okay. I don't know the last time I've ever shared any of those things <laughs> with another man, but, you know. Um, uh, and also, sure. players will be advised to stop fiddling so much with their mouth guards. Steph Curry oh, okay. to the AU. Yeah, yeah. He, Curry's <laughs> not going to know what to do with himself. Well, he's not uh, there, so. That's true. That he wouldn't if if he was there. If yeah. the Warriors were there, Curry wouldn't know that what to would do with himself. That would be an advantage for us. I know. Um, also, the league wants to cut down on high fives, fist bumps, and hugs, and to maintain uh, six feet of distance when they're not actually on the court. Um, another interesting one that I saw: no caddies on the golf course, and then also no sharing goggles or snorkels. So maybe that's why <laughs> I, I heard time. that. I heard that's actually why Willie Colley Stein backed out. He's like, I can't share a <laughs> snorkel with other dudes. I'm out. I wanted to share a snorkel that's with some funny. other players. No, yeah. So in anyway, that's just some of the the rules that um, man that I noticed that, that were there's there's more stuff. You know, there's there, uh, what, what were you mentioning the. The tip line, the snitch line, the snitch line, yeah, yeah. the hotline in case in case somebody sees somebody wandering and they want to during the call. The league's encouraging anyone on campus to report violations of breaking protocol, basically. So there's this hotline they can call um, to report people. So. Uh, which could lead to disciplinary action. So anyway, obviously this is not our typical NBA, but you know what, Matt? We've got basketball. What's your gut feeling? Do you think this is going to actually like play itself out and we'll see a champion crowned? Or do you I think hope something's so. going to go wrong? I don't know. I mean, uh, obviously the, the virus has been such a variable with everything else in our society right now, with education, with work, with the economy, with families, with just every day, everything in day-to-day life. I, I just don't even feel comfortable making a prediction. I hope that it plays itself out, but COVID has just been such a variable that really I think it's kind of a crapshoot at this point. We just have to hope for the best. You know, I mean, the right fact now. that they're even there says that they're the league is probably doing it for money purposes. And, yeah. And so, I mean, if that's, I mean, money drives everything. So they're going to do what they can to make it happen. Yeah, they're serious about it, but and, it could yeah. still, it's definitely within the realm of possibility where it gets to the point where they have to shut it down. Because if so many players are testing positive that it's like they have to cancel games because only three players are ref- left on an active roster. Yeah. And then who know. came in contact with that player the night before? Right. And the refs and yeah, et cetera. So effect. Yeah, I know they're trying to also work on maybe coaches not sitting on the bench for certain areas. Yeah, they're they're working on all kinds of rules to do what they can, but we'll see. They um, want to do six feet, you know, social distancing for while they're playing. They should look at some of our, you know, Kings game tape on defense. We sometimes we don't look too good out there, you know, giving guys too much space. And yeah, wide open Jays. Yeah, I, I think the Kings have been social distancing on defense for a couple of years now, so <laughs> they like to leave space. So uh, let's let's uh, close it out with um, just some things of note, some unofficial news and notes. So you mentioned Deer and Fox with the ankle sprain. It's being deemed minor. However, I think we should point out it is notable that it's the same ankle 
The same foot that he yeah. injured earlier this season. That's not good. And your ankle does not get stronger as you continue to sprain it. It actually gets weaker. So, yeah, because it's uh, a tear. Yeah. Uh, and so the ligament is actually torn. And um, sometimes players with ankle injuries tend to be players with ankle injuries. Mm -hmm. uh, now, I will say an exception to that would be I feel like Steph Curry early in his career was constantly dealing with ankles, but that doesn't seem to have plagued him as much in recent years. So maybe... Uh, Fox, you know, but he's just, he's a pretty lean guy. He's very fast. He relies on his speed and his legs yeah. a lot. And he jumps and his, high, too. And his cutting, yeah, yeah, his jumping. So his ankles are going to be susceptible. And it's, it is concerning as a Kings fan. Um, you Time know, to trade him. <laughs> to put him on the block. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, but hopefully they're saying that he should be able to join the team in Orlando. So let's hope that that's the case because he really uh, increases our chances yeah. If he's out there. Yeah, if he's not out there for more than, you know, a couple games, then I don't think we have a shot. That's another way of wording it, yeah. Yeah. Um, also, you noted Holmes. Um, he's not with the team. And then Barnes was, was a COVID guy, right? Yeah, so. he, he's asymptomatic or whatever you call it, but he's in Sacramento still. He's, he hasn't even gone to Orlando yet just because he has to clear, you know. Now, do you know— uh, he should clear before the season starts. Yeah, he's though, right? he's like going to go there any day now. Um, okay. Alex Len just arrived. He was another one who had the uh, who tested positive. But he just arrived, and he's probably going to be cleared for contact stuff soon. Buddy Heald arrived a few days ago, and he's been doing some contact stuff. So we're getting our guys. Okay. You think we're going to put together a little run here, Matt? What do you think? I mean, honestly, it'd be fun just to watch some playoff games. Like, oh yeah. Even you know, I know this year is With unconventional no and. Let's be honest, the odds if we do get in are not stacked in our favor, but how fun would it be to just root for the Kings in a playoff game? Yeah. You know? I want to hear what it sounds like with no fans and with the... I mean, they're going to be bleeping it out, I'm sure, but the uh, the banter on the court between the team, the players. Yeah, I think they... I know there had been talk about pumping crowd noise through the, the stereo yeah. system, but... Yeah, yeah but I no, mean, even... If, yeah, the, I mean, this... I'm going to be hyped... No crowd, no grant. Too soon? Oh, oh man. Oh, let's not go there. Oh, boy. Let's not go there. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it. it I, I'm just excited to tune in and watch some basketball. And yeah. it's just a couple weeks away now. So The games are on at weird times of the day. A few of them are on at like 10 in the morning, which, I mean, everyone's teleworking. It kind of so. has an NCAA, like a March Madness yeah, feel to it, it with does. the early games and just everybody, you know, also with, you know, the the Madness, March Madness tournament is played, uh, each area is played in the same city. And yeah. so you've got several teams in the same area. So oh, with all the teams a, yeah. being in Orlando, it kind of does have that. For basketball junkies, this is heaven. I mean, it's like game after game after game after game, and they're all yeah. on ESPN or TNT. Right. Now, granted, there are some missing players, and it's not you know what we're used to. But hey, yeah, if you're if you're just looking, I think people are just hungry for sports at this point. Yeah. And so I think people are just gonna feast on just love the idea of all these games. Yeah. Back to back to back. So you mean golf isn't doing it for basketball fans right now? Have they even started that yet? Yeah. Golf? Okay. Yeah. All right. I watched it today. Okay. All right. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that's quite cutting it. Yeah. But, you know, we've got 
uh, baseball coming up this week, Giants, Dodgers, and you know it, it'll be nice to have baseball back. And at, as of this point, it looks like the NFL will be coming back too. So yeah, it looks like we're, we might be getting some sports back, Matt. So I, I'm going to cross my fingers and be optimistic. I know, like you said, I, in the back of our minds, I think we're all thinking the same thing that like we're a little bit skeptical as to how this will actually play out or if it will. But I think everybody's just excited, and we'll take what we can get right now. I don't know. Yeah, I agree. So, wait, do you think the Giants will beat the Dodgers? Yeah, we always play the Dodgers tough. I mean, have you seen our lineup? <laughs> Studs. I I have seen our lineup. Yeah, I recognized a couple of them. Yeah. So. No. Yeah, and, and like you said, it it is. Uh, you mentioned earlier, it is an even year. So maybe we'll get that magic back. If maybe not for a season, but if anything, just for a, a day. Don't stop to... believing. As long as you can beat the Dodgers in a series, that's all that, that matters. That's like winning the World Series, which they know nothing about. So yeah, since yeah. 1988, it's yeah. been 32 years since the Dodgers have won the World Series. So, <laughs> all right, Matt. Well, that wraps it up for this time. Anything you want to add for? Uh... For, for this season no i just love taking shots at the dodgers never, i know never gets old i know on a king's podcast too but hey don't at me that's that's what we do yeah so. hey uh go kings i see a, i see a road to the playoffs i hope so i see it too all right well uh hopefully we will be back soon and until then i'm matt he's matt and this is the sack lunch podcast <laughs>